You want to bet like the Not For The Bay podcast? Go sign up with BetUS Sportsbook, where you can get in the game. Provides multiple sports, online casino, and live betting. Has easy deposits, fast payouts, so sign up today using promo code NFD to receive 125% in bonuses. BetUS. Bet wherever, whenever. time we're about to go into the second half of the chicago bears at the seattle seahawks preseason game uh we this is devore and banks this is not for debate podcast uh action-packed show as usual we're gonna be talking about the deshaun watson suspension aaron Rodgers criticism uh of his wide receivers in the media lebron james's contract extension darwin james's contract extension and uh, last but not least, just a quick take on Baker Mayfield being the starter for the Carolina Panthers. It's been a while. Well, athletes getting paid all this money. Hey, look at us still here broke. Yeah. We, we, we should have made better life choices, bro. Could have. I could have been, been a multimillionaire being, playing wide receiver somewhere. <laughs> Hell, you, well, you think you would have been in the league? Oh, absolutely! I'll probably I'll be probably top five right now on the decline. Okay. I'm 30 right now. I'll be on the decline. <laughs> I'll, I'll be getting by 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 a second contract, making over what 80 million. That's what receivers are making now. About 80 million now. Speaking so, into existence, man. Hey, here we go. Opportunities, opportunities. Yeah, hey, but the good thing is. Life still has to play out for us. We still got opportunity. You never know, man. You really never know. You never old. know. That's I'm too old at this point. Well, I'm not talking about sports because you clearly that's mad at maybe esports, maybe <laughs> maybe maybe esports. <laughs> but football, nah, bro, it's over with. That that dream is washed. I, I feel like I could be a professional golf or a professional bowler. Go for it. Oh, well, let me let me oh, go first. Well, I, I need I need the income first for golf because you know that's a very very expensive sport. Very very expensive. Sport. Golf and tennis are very very expensive. Now tennis tennis ain't bad. I can I can deal with yeah. tennis because well, how much? You know how much a good racket costs? It's like ten. I mean, yeah, I did. It's like ten dollars. No. no, 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 no. What, you better ask zeros. What, what racket? You a good racket tournament racket. You're ta- you're talking five hundred plus dollars. Thousand, and I know this because I my in my real life profession outside of the pod and everything else, I I, I work in insurance. So uh, the insurance company that I work for, they make claims for purchases. So I remember it very well. There was this person uh, who shall remain nameless because I work for a very credible credit card company, one of the best in the world, and they claimed some tennis rackets. And also some golf clubs that were stolen out of their bags. Their bags were stolen. And actually, as a matter of fact, the persons whose whose uh, uh, clubs were stolen, they were getting ready to go to uh, uh, which which PGA event was that? Gosh, I can't think of it. The Masters. Can't think of the name of it. it was the Masters. Yes, it was the Masters. So, and they were and they were they were about five hundred about five hundred dollars a piece. Each club, they were very, very expensive, and that's when I realized I'm not ready for that life. I wasn't built for that. Okay, uh, well, I, I don't need, I don't need the expensive club. I'm, I'm looking on Target right now. It's 19.99 for a Wilson <laughs> tennis tennis racket. And Amazon, Amazon gives me, it gives me two rackets, two rackets <laughs> along with along with the uh, the case. With a bucket Boy, of balls for fifty three ninety nine, so, you better order that from Wish. 
like, what's, please. what's the difference in quality when it comes to racket? As long as that mug can hit a tennis ball, it shouldn't matter what it is for me. See, you're saying that. Oh, see, this is what I'm saying. See, this is me having big brother mode here. Once again, like always, thanks to say today. You are talking, you're putting yourself in a scenario which is you're a professional. You're not going to be a professional tennis player with $20 rackets trying to win the freaking Wimbledon, bro. It ain't happening. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Hey, uh, last time I checked, it's not, it's not the racket, it's the athlete. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, Mr. Look Good. Mr. Look Good, play good. Hey, okay. Be- it could be a cheap ass racket. I'll still dominate over it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you've been playing too many video games. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just keeping it a buck. Like I, I've never, I don't even know what a five hundred dollar racket feels like, but it looks almost the same as a twenty dollar racket. Man, look, you're gonna need a better racket, bro, if you're trying to compete. But, <laughs> and but that's gonna show you our diversity as a pod. We're sitting here talking about rackets and golf clubs. Hey, that's just crazy. I don't know too many other pilots that can do something like that. But anyway. Yeah, so anyway, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and jump into our first topic, the breaking news of the day. Uh Deshaun Watson, uh the Deshaun Watson extension, following an appeal by the NFL, the league, and the NFL Players Association have reached a settlement on dis- dis- disciplining Deshaun Watson uh for violating the league's personal conduct policy. The suspension will be a 11, the first 11 games of the 2022 season, along with a fine of $5 million. Now, mm-hmm. I wanted to go ahead and read you the timeline for those that have just been living under a rock over the last couple of months. Yeah. Uh, starting off with the trade from the Houston Texans to the Cleveland Browns. That was March 18, 2022, July 31st. Excuse me, it just left my screen. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So what they started when was it March? Yes, that was the trade. March, March 18, 2022 was the Houston Texans traded Deshaun Watson to the Browns. July 31st. See, this is the problem. I hate Windows. I hate this new Windows. It, it keeps leaving my screen. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on with this thing going on here, but it keeps leaving my screen. I remember when Windows 10 first launched and they had all those those slides. Like, you had to just – it was not a good time for Windows at that time. Yeah. I, like, I remember Windows, the last Windows, that one was um, – I had issues with that as far as, like, lag and stuff when I was recording videos. It mm. was it, it was just not, it's not a pretty sight. But um, July 31st, 2022, that was when Deshaun Watson settled on 23 of his 25 – lawsuits that he had um august 1st 2022 uh that was the first judge robinson proposes a six-game suspension august 3rd was the nfl decided to appeal the six-game suspension august 10th was when deshaun watson started versus the jacksonville jaguars in the preseason game and then now August 18th, Deshaun Watson agrees to the 11 game suspension with the five million dollar fine. So many things to cover on this, Banks, because um, it's it, it, it's been what two years now? It's been two years since the since the first allegation first came out. Well, from the from the from the plaintiff's lawyers. Uh, with the sexual assault and the and the misconduct and stuff like after, that after he after he requested a trade from Houston yes absolutely after he requested a trade from Houston which Houston is 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 also facing their own legal issues with uh mm. with with I don't know when when is the Texas organization going to be held accountable I mean just, hey, just I, I hear you but mm. what's your thoughts what's your thoughts on the uh, eleven game suspension where's your head at with it um, well, first and foremost, man, I mean, this, you know, our opinions are just our opinions. It's not indicative of anything other than just how we personally feel about the situation. I mean, again, we have to always remember that we're entitled to our own opinions and it should be respected as such. And I try to tell people that all the time. Um, I'm not trying to be insensitive to anybody who has been, uh, you know, sexually 
abuse or anything like that. And that's it's a real good issue that that uh needs to continue to be can get dealt with. Um, and this is just a, the latest case of uh of an unfortunate events. Um, I will say this though, um, with Deshaun, I mean, I'm actually actually surprised. <laughs> it seemed like the NFL was ready to do. I thought the NFL was prepared to really go after this very, very hard. I, I thought they were not going to let, let let this go down. And I'm actually surprised at how quickly, you know, the decision was made from the NFL to give him 11 games. What's what, what was it, 11 or 12? 11 games. I'm, I'm surprised at how quickly that, that, uh, that suspension, well, that, that, uh, that, uh, decision was made because and to me that you know that kind of goes into into the situation with the the it, it was there enough evidence enough concrete evidence versus was what wasn't there enough evidence i, I just feel like the, the nfl made a very very quick decision and i thought and i was prepared for them to really try to stick it to deshaun i actually thought the penalty was going to be uh well I'm not going to say I thought he was going to be suspended for an entire year because I never thought he was going to be suspended for an entire year. Let me just throw that out there. And I've been on the record several times saying that. They were never going to suspend Deshaun Watson. Everybody wanted to have him suspended for the, for the whole year. It just wasn't going to happen. But I, but I was expecting a more heftier fine in terms of monetary value. I feel like $5 million in his case, after you signed a $200 million guarantee, Fully guaranteed contract. <laughs> Let me just throw that out there. Fully guaranteed. I kind of felt like that was a slap on the wrist in a way, considering his acts, as they say in the media, were egregious and disgusting. A five million dollar suit. I mean, I, and for a two hundred million dollar contract, take my money. You know what I mean? Take it. That's how you know. Now the NFL did do their due diligence in terms of, okay, well we're going to find him eleven games, which, okay. We're going to find him $5 million, which, okay. Then we're also going to demand, basically, that in order for him to, because I'm pretty sure that that whole, uh, the whole situation about uh, counseling and everything, I believe that's probably going to have to be done prior to him probably playing another down in the league again. I think that's probably going to have to be done first, maybe. I mean, I want to know what the stipulations on that are, because I think that's what should, that should happen. I'm I'm not hearing you, DeVore. Sorry, my bad. Uh, mm-hmm. So Judge Judge Sue L. Robinson, she wrote a 16-page ruling about the decision, but the main thing that was highlighted was that he had to get massage therapy sessions through the organization mm-hmm. for the duration of his career. Well, excuse me, that had to be approved by the organization through the duration of his career. So he has to do therapy sessions for the rest of his NFL career. So if he wants to get massages, it has to be club approved massage therapist for the duration of his career. Okay. So, okay. So thank you for clearing that up for me. And I'm like, wait, what? Like he's a grown man. Like what do you, <laughs> what? Like, I mean, okay. All right. I mean, when, when your employer is being paying you, I mean, you call the shots. I mean, I, I get it. You know what I mean? But, that's that first statement didn't really make much sense to me, but I'm glad you cleared it up for me. So yeah, I mean, I don't know, bro. Like <laughs> everybody was in just this huge uproar, like, oh, the NFL should do something about this. And I was saying to myself, I'm screaming at the top of my lungs in my head. I'm thinking, why are you guys trying to depend on the NFL as if they have been doing handling any of these situations the best? The NFL has done a terrible job with handling these types of situations in the past. You think about the Ray Rice situation, you think about, I mean, you even think about the Michael Vick situation, like with him being on the commissioner's uh, commissioner exempt list. Well, the NFL is going to, people need to understand, they are going to protect their shield. They are serious about that. They're going to protect their own. Unless you're in the case of Calvin Ridley, then (laughs) you're out the door. Okay, so you don't you don't like the new collective uh, the the new collective bargaining agreement they agreed to uh, in two thousand twenty, 
where they went from Roger Goodell being judge, jury, and executioner to now where they actually have to bring in a disciplinary officer when it comes to misconduct. No, I, I'm, I'm all for that because Commissioner okay. Goodell was just never – his way, his methods – that's when it was a joke, when he was running the show. It was a joke. What I'm saying is the NFL – and they, they missed an opportunity to make an example. This was their opportunity to make an example for every player. The fight, in my opinion, with the NFL getting involved the way that they did, because the public outcry and people demanded it the way they were doing it, right? The penalty from the NFL should have been something so freaking devastating to Deshaun Watson's career to where it's like, Players are forced now to think. You know what I'm saying? Right. This could let me think about what I'm about to do because I just found out that Deshaun Washington just got hit with a $20 million fine. I can't afford to lose out of $20 million. You know what I mean? That's the type of stuff that I'm saying. And I feel like the NFL missed their opportunity. If, in fact, Deshaun Washington... And those, and those details about him were accurate and true, you missed your opportunity right there. That was This was the perfect opportunity for the NFL because th- everything else has happened. People have, we had murder cart cases with Ray, Ray, Ray Lewis back in the, you know, back then. You had situations with Ray Carruth hiring a hitman to take out his baby mama. I mean, it goes on and on to OJ Simpson. Like this isn't this isn't new. Like why is everybody acting like this shit is new? The NFL had a perfect they had a golden egg with this Deshaun Watson situation here and they blew it. You're going to pick up the case, say, Oh, you know what? This what what the judge judge, whatever her name was, I'm sorry for my I apologize her name. She got that wrong. Instead of a six game, we're going to add five more games on that. And then we're going to give them a five. So technically, a $1 million per game extra was his fine when you think about it. He got five more games and five million. That's a million dollars per game. So, <laughs> I mean, bro, I, I don't understand. <sighs> I don't understand it. Like you said, I feel like they're trying to protect the shield. And absolutely, six games, six games wasn't a big enough consequence to to get the approval for, of the of of the people that didn't support Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I agree with you. But all that's going to happen is we're going to forget about it once the season starts. It is like I said earlier on social media, right? On well, my first my my Facebook account, which only old people still use Facebook when I see. But <laughs> I said earlier on, on my Facebook account, the NFL is not going to learn until they accept responsibility on behalf that the NFL needs to do a better job taking these types of situations more serious and taking it personal. They need to handle these matters as if it was them who it happened to. You know what I mean? Each one of these people, they need to handle it better than how they handle it, and they're not, in my opinion. When it comes to the consequences that are being laid down on people, they're not handling it correctly. We just had a situation that occurred. It was to show you the power of the NFL. People are going to complain and whine it, and excuse my language, they're going to bitch about everything. Yeah, you're going to turn on your, your TV like we did tonight to watch the, the freaking Chicago Bears and Seattle Seahawks, out of all people, play a preseason game. The Hall of Fame game had more air to, had more viewers than the entire Stanley Cup Finals. Think about that for a minute. One preseason game. It's not even nothing of importance. Outside an entire championship series. But people are going to get on here in social media and complain and complain and complain, yet you're still contributing to the problem. You're still turning the TV on, watching the NFL, going to the stadium, going to the games, buying apparel, buying... It's not going to stop, bro, until we accept responsibility for our... You know what I mean? Until the NFL accepts responsibility. It's not going to stop. The next person, 
I'm, I'm interested to find out what's going to happen with Henry Ruggs. What's going to happen with him? Did we forget about that? What's going to happen? You know, it's, and he killed somebody. Nobody's going screaming, oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? He killed somebody. He took someone's life. But, hey. I hear you. So it's just my two cents. I wanted to I wanted to go ahead and uh keep it on the Browns for a second because I wanted to touch mm. on Baker Mayfield being announced as the starter for the Carolina Panthers, where mm. who they play week one of the regular season is the Cleveland Browns, his former team. Uh what's your thoughts Good for on him? Baker Mayfield, his journey, because remember. When Deshaun Watson got traded to the Cleveland Browns, that made Baker Mayfield the odd man out. Baker's received his fair share of criticism throughout the 2021 season, uh, whether if he was going to get that contract extension. And out here he lands with the Carolina Panthers, where he has a good opportunity here to make a name for himself at this point. True. Uh, but uh, but when you if, – if you're a good person, right, right, and you have a good heart, you should be rooting for Baker Mayfield when you can, when you think about what Deshaun Watson just did. You should there should be this. You should be rooting for De- Baker Mayfield to come out there against Cleveland and put up major numbers. Because I'm rooting for him. I don't have anything personal against Baker Mayfield. I just want him to be a better player because he's he's very he's wildly because he's erratic. You you don't know what you're going to get from him on a week to week basis. But when he plays consistent, he looks good. And then he has those stretch of games where he's just. Oh my God, Baker! What are you doing? You know what I mean. So, but I'm rooting for him because he's get an opportunity to stick it to the organization that said, you know what, we're going to get rid of you for a guy that just, <laughs> a guy that just got hit with a whole bunch of sexual assault charges. You're not, you're not that valuable to us. He should take that shit super personal, super personal. The fact that you guys are move on from me to deal with some guy who got some, you know what I'm saying? I I, I never got a chance to ask you. Would you have made the trade for Deshaun Watson? You know I would have made that trade. Okay. I, because at that time I see I see football players as football players. I don't see them as I don't see Deshaun Watson. And when you put it on the football level, I saw Deshaun as okay. Deshaun Watson next to Baker Mayfield is very clear and evident that Deshaun Watson is a better quarterback. So yes, I want to make the trade. But as a from a personal perspective, no, I'm keeping Baker Mayfield. I'll take Baker Mayfield and all his. Stuff they say about him, I take all that when you compare it to, to what recently happened with Deshaun Watson. So, I was still made the trade just because from a football perspective. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Now I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you another question. Now that we have our now that we have our settlement for eleven games, five million, was it worth it? No, it wasn't worth it. <laughs> you still no, get, it wasn't worth. You still get you still get four more years of Deshaun Watson. That's Deshaun cool. Watson has to win a Super Bowl to come back from this, bro. Do you really think this? I mean, I want to see him win a Super I, I don't, Bowl. I don't but do think, you think he needs to win a Super Bowl. I feel like he just needs come to on, be, be successful. At, bring more success to Cleveland than Baker Mayfield did. And I feel like I'm not going to say all of you forgive him because at this point, like, I don't think anybody's going to forgive him for what he did. But mm-hmm. I feel like he could earn – I don't know what word I want to use without sounding so insensitive about it, but I guess he'd be a step closer to being, I guess, forgiven, accepted in. in oh, okay, he'll never be. He'll never be. For, he'll, you'll never hit forgive. Okay, okay, I get it. Has Michael Vick ever been forgiven? Probably not, because you know people see that people value pets more than they value human lives, but you know. Yeah, so I, I don't think at this I think this is far worse than what Michael Vick did. Dog fighting uh man's best friend in the dog, which personally I have my opinions, but it's come on. Yeah, man. these are these are, we're talking about we're talking about human beings. Now we talk about this off air. Sixty six women is a lot of women. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a whole lot of that's that that's, a whole lot of touching. Yeah, that's a lot that's a lot. So I like Forgiven, that's gonna be hard to do, but except if I'll probably say if the Cleveland Browns make it to the playoffs 2023 and 2024, I, I feel like it should be for he should be accepted. Accepted, excuse me. I, I, I think 
I think he needs to have a, a, a playoff run, at least. Let's make a run. How about this? Two two back to back conference championships, and we good. Deal. I take that. That's you know that's and that's possible in that division right now. That's possible. He can do that. He can do that. Two back to back conference championships, and and Cleveland is desperate too. They they're very desperate for for the Browns to be good football team. They're very desperate. So he can actually walk out of this this situation as a savior, even though he was just you know the villain. You know what I mean? See how that works? Like. It's, it's sooner or later, at some point, you're going to be rooting for him again. It's crazy how the world, how how life works. It comes back full circle, but it's so crazy. A year from now, we may be seeing Deshaun Watson. Oh my God, it's, it's, he has the number one jersey that's selling in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy how life works. You you never know. Okay, uh, one more question about Deshaun Watson before we got to move on to our next topic mm. on the Cleveland Browns in general. So, like I said. Baker's going to be starting week one versus the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. Do you have faith in the Cleveland Browns backups, whether that be Jacoby Brissett, Josh Rosen, and the Cleveland Browns possibly being able to be in playoff contention once the shot withstand the storm? Mm-hmm. The Cleveland has a, a, a Cleveland has a scary good team. They really do. They they have they have everything that you need to be a winner in the NFL. Uh, minus the quarterback position, they have a really good running back. They have some pretty decent receivers. They got a tight end that's decent. They got an offensive line that's very good. Um, they got a defensive line with Miles Garrett that can create pressure. Uh, their linebackers are decent. The secondary, Denzel Ward. I mean, they loaded that that team is can really you know what I mean. They're good enough to stay around. Just play good defense, run the ball, give your quarterback a chance, whomever that is, Josh Rosen or Jacoby Brissett, whomever that is. Give your quarterback an opportunity to save the game and not lose, you know, get it. the quarterback needs to do what he needs to do, not to lose the game, protect the lead, and live 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 week to week. Literally, live week to week. Because we know Josh Rosen is not going out there throwing 300 yards. We just know that for sure. You can forget it. Okay, on that I'll note. Two twenty five, two fifty. On that note, we're gonna go ahead and move on. But we go we're gonna stay. <laughs> We're I know that stay. that kind of hurt your feelings a little we bit. Go, I get we it. Go, we go, we go, we go <laughs> stay in Ohio. I get we got an Ohio product. We're going to sit here and talk about one of your favorite basketball players, LeBron James, him agreeing to the two-year $97.1 million extension with the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, I know you got a mouthful to say about this, so I'm going to just go ahead and let you have the floor. I ain't got to say, I ain't got to say nothing else. Man, honestly, man, surprising to, to, pe- to people's surprise, and again, and I'm just going to direct this because I know some of our Facebook viewers and stuff uh, will probably, you know, whatever. Um, I love LeBron James. I love the athlete he is. I love the player that he is. I love the man that he is. He's just not the GOAT, okay? I'm just going to throw that out there. Okay, He's just not the GOAT. I'm going to put that out there, okay? Now, regarding <laughs> regarding <laughs> the the situation with the contract, uh to be honest with you, it caught me off guard. And the reason for that is because and when you look at the Lakers roster, I mean, it really ain't that nice at all. But him taking that contract, was it, the addition was it, like $96 million or something like that? 97.1, uh, two years. Right, which, by the way, we got to throw that out there too. Congratulations to LeBron James for, for being the highest paid NBA player ever. That's that's a that's a that's a LeBron James has made half a billion dollars in NBA contracts alone. Just think about that. Half a billion in just NBA contracts. We're not even talking about his worth in terms of what he's worth in Nike and all these other ventures he has going on and stuff like that. LeBron James one day is going to be a, a, a team owner somewhere, either in the NBA or both NBA or the NFL. I wouldn't be surprised. If LeBron ends up being an owner of both in multiple sports, because he already has an ownership stake within uh, soccer with uh, Liverpool, um, which people forget. So Le- LeBron is the ultimate businessman. He's the ultimate businessman. But the, the move for the Lakers, I think, is a great. You know, I, 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 not great. It 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 can it can turn out to be great only if it leads to getting the players that LeBron wants and needs. To make it work, to get one more run or maybe two more runs, and I don't think LeBron is going to pass MJ in terms of total championships. 
but I think he wants to at least finish with maybe the same amount as MJ type deal. You know what I mean? Um, if that can, if this new contract extension ends up leading to where Kyrie is going to join, then it's a win-win. You know what I mean? Because LeBron and Kyrie, when they play together, we see what happens. They they make they make magic. Okay. Um, let, 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 let's let let's let's get into that for a second because I you know I really don't care for Kyrie on the on the Brooklyn Nets. I'm I'm counting mm-hmm. the days when they end up pulling the trigger on getting him up out of Brooklyn. But mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook, I'm I, 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 I want to ask you this: Do you think LeBron James agreed to this, knowing that they was going to get rid of Russell Westbrook, or will you think he was going to try to make it work with Russell Westbrook? I think when Russell Westbrook is out of there because Russell Russell Westbrook doesn't want to be in LA no more. I really think I really think that. I don't know how much of it has to do with LeBron. I do know that a year ago, when LeBron and and when Russell joined forces, right, everybody would make this whole big deal out of it. Especially he who shall remain nameless right now. I ain't gonna say his name. Everybody was making all this big deal about <laughs> Russell Westbrook joining the Los Angeles Lakers and how LeBron James can fix anybody. If anybody can make Russell Westbrook better, it's LeBron James, which, again, I question everybody who says that. We say, well, LeBron makes players better. I always ask the question, who did he make better? Russell Westbrook was always a good player. How can LeBron James make Russell Westbrook a better player? He's already good. He's going to make him a winner, maybe, but a better player? Come on, bro. Like, that's that's impossible. So, as we've seen, the season didn't work out. They only ended up winning 33 games with all that talent they had, whether they want to admit it or not. Anthony Davis, even though he was hurt, LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, that's a lot of talent. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. Why is that? Everybody's quiet now. And that's my issue with the, the LeBron James fan base. Not him, but the fan base. You guys are super quiet when it comes time to pay the piper. But before... You guys are screaming and yelling and jumping up and down, going crazy. But then when it's time to face the radio, you're giving everybody in the world a thousand and one excuses as to why things didn't work for LeBron this time. So, but I do think that Russell is going to end up finding his way um, out of LA. I just don't think he wants to beat. I think I think he was expecting better treatment. I think if the, the fans of LA and the organization were to show him a little bit more love than he, that I thought he was shot, he thought he was going to get, he wouldn't mind staying there. But from the reports that are coming out, they're saying it's you know, it's 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 un, it's unrepairable. It's, there's nothing that the organization can do to fix it. I they from what I'm hearing, Westbrook is on his way out. That's what I'm hearing. But there's also reports of well, LeBron and AD and Russell sat down in a conversation in the conference and they had holding these other accountable and they're going to try to make this money at it one more time. And it's like, really? I mean. It's just it's not going to work. It's not if Russell is going to be a better shooter. If LeBron's going to be a better shooter, which statistics tell us it's not. Like neither one of those guys are shooters. But if Anthony Davis can stay healthy, that is the key for the Lakers. Anthony Davis is the key more so than Russell Westbrook is or LeBron is. They need Anthony Davis to be healthy and play at it. Like Kevin Garnett said, I need to see an MVP. You, I need to I need to see you take over this league because he has the potential to do it. He's just you know what I mean. This doesn't. Right. So the Los Angeles Lakers have been linked to the Brooklyn Nets, obviously, for a trade. And uh, mm-hmm. this makes me sick when I when I think about it. But the possibility of a Kevin Durant and Kyrie swap, that could possibly mm-hmm. happen. And then they had something on the table with the Indiana, Indiana Pacers with Miles Turner. And then, of course, the San Antonio Spurs, possibly a team that they can dump Russell Westbrook to. Yeah. Well, and people need to eliminate this notion that because the Lakers are going to get Kyrie, if they're going to get Kyrie, it's just going to be an automatic championship. They're still in the West. And Golden State is still out there as the best team in the West. I don't care what no one says. Until someone can show me that they can shut down the Golden State Warriors from putting that three ball in the net, I'm going to pick Golden State every single year. Now, the team that I think has the capabilities to do so defensively is the Los Angeles Clippers. That's because they have Jarwall, who is a very, very good defender. Um, he's a very good point guard. He runs the offense very well. He fits his role. He's going to fit in perfectly in, 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 in with, the, with the Clippers. He's going to fit perfectly because he's not a selfish player. He's not 
the Russell Westbrook. You know what I mean? He knows what his role is. John Wall is going to get his buckets as it comes to him because he can get to the rim and he's how he wants. Like it's, he has the ability to do so. Ain't, you know I mean? ain't too many people that can stay in front of John Wall. He's crazy. Like even with all those injuries he's had, he's still very athletic. He can get around you. He got handles. He can shoot. He got the mid-range shot. You know, he's not just based on pure athleticism like Russell Westbrook is. He can shoot. Then you pair that with Kawhi Leonard, who's probably the most clutch basketball player in the, in the league right now. Then you throw in that with Paul George, who's also another pretty decent clutch player when he actually lives up to his moment. It's scary. Like, it's, it's scary. So, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I just hope that that trade for Kevin Durant does not happen. That's the only thing I'm Me hoping too. for. You, you can get They're saying that. They're saying that Kevin Durant. So what everyone's dream is, what, the, what I'm hearing, what Boston's dream is and what the Lakers' dream is, is to face off again in the NBA Finals for the tiebreaker in terms of championship. I think it's, what, 18 apiece right now? They're tied mm-hmm. up. So they're trying to – what it, the conspiracy right now is Boston is trying to go after Kevin Durant because they're trying to get one up on the Lakers in terms of how many more championships they have compared to the Lakers. It's a whole bunch of conspiracies out there right now. By the way. Will it happen? We don't know. We have to wait and see. I hope it doesn't, though. I hear you. All right, so we're going we gonna to go ahead and move on to a Florida State product. We're going to talk about your boy, Derwin James, his contract extension with the Los Angeles Chargers. It was a four-year, $76.4 million contract extension that he received on Wednesday. Uh, he's been a hold-in with the Los Angeles Chargers leading up, up to this point um, where he's going to be averaging $19.1 million a year and $42 million guaranteed, and that makes him the highest-paid safety in the NFL right now. Deservingly so. And I'm not just saying that because we're Florida State guy, but it's, it's clear that when Derwin James is healthy and on the field, he's the best safety in the NFL. He's the best. Like, there's there's nobody better than him. Now, there are good – that's not to say there's not other safeties that are good. When Kevin Byer, uh, Tyron Matthew, uh, Justin Simmons, Makai High, you know, all those guys. Like – well, I'm sorry, I'm Makai uh, – Michael High. uh you name it, bro. There's a couple other guys out there that are, that are pretty decent safeties too, but they just ain't – when you when you watch Derwin James' highlights and then you see him – I don't know if you ever sat back and watched the actual Chargers game and you watch him at game speed, you can tell this guy is ridiculously talented. He's a freak of nature in terms of athleticism. This guy literally plays every single position on the defense. Safety, corner, slot, rover. Will, Sam, defensive line, everything. They put him everywhere. Like that's that's just so that's so much talent, bro. That is so much talent. And it's crazy. Like his and his numbers are all pro and he doesn't even play full seasons. So just imagine when he can stay healthy. And I think the reason why he doesn't stay healthy because of how hard he plays. Like he he's reckless. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's out there giving it his all 24-7, which you know, can lead to, you know, injuries at some point. So I think if he was a pacing sub and realized that the, the NFL season is very long, when you think about the amount of weeks, well, it's very long for an NFL player. For a fan, it's short because we're just getting the entertainment side of it. But for an NFL player, it's a long season. You got training camp, you got walkthroughs, you got, I mean, you name it. They, you know how the NFL season It's a very long season for the players. But for us, it's short because we're just getting the entertainment part of it. He needs to understand that he needs to take better care of his body, pace himself throughout the year, and know when to turn it up and when to turn it down. As long as he does that, he stays healthy on the field, it ain't no question who the best is. There's no question. Right. 33. 33 so, reasons is. So so five so five games he played in 2019, then he suffered a stress fracture, and he missed mm-hmm. the entire 2020 season with a meniscus uh, meniscus injury in his right knee. Mm-hmm. Um, and this past year, 2021, he played in 15 games, had two sacks, two interceptions, five pass breakups, three forced fumbles, and 118 tackles. Oh, and also... Bro, 118 tackles. 13, 13, 13 pressures when blitzing. Too. Bro, that's ridiculous, bro. That is ridiculous, bro. You know who 13 pressures? Who's that? 
Rashad Jones. <laughs> All right, good night, everybody. Y'all have a good evening. Thank y'all. It's another great episode of Not Paper. <laughs> yeah, because this, this Negro is talking foolishness again. <laughs> Where does he respond? Bro, just. Where does he remind you Rashad? Where, where does Rashad do it? Like, where? Just tell me. Tell, tell me. He, he, was, he, was, he was versatile just like, well, excuse me. There with Jesus versatile. Rashad like couldn't cover. cover nobody. What are you talking he, about? He could cover. Come on now. We could. <laughs> Man, Google up, Google up the magical 2016 season where he had 136 four interceptions, <laughs> two touchdowns, two touchdowns, three forced fumbles. Who was the head coach in 2016? Adam Gase. Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> I would say, I would say Flores. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, Flores got rid of him. Nice try. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's why you don't like Flores. Oh, no, it's all coming, making sense now. Oh, so you got rid of your boy. Okay, okay. But then he gave y'all Javon Holland, though. Mm. Yeah, okay, yeah. Keep that mouth closed. <laughs> 136 tackles. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about it. <laughs> let's move on. So... <laughs> The LeBron James of the NFL, Aaron Rodgers, was uh, yes. very vocal about his, his his current receivers on his roster. And this is the first time that Aaron Rodgers has spoke about his receivers since the loss of Devontae Adams to the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Um, but I will I will say this before I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead. And, I'm gonna go ahead and play the clip for you because man, Banks again, it went back and forth off air about this. And I want everybody to go ahead and have their own their own opinion about it. But go ahead, just check out the clip real fast. Keep dropping the ball, you're not gonna be out there. So it's gonna be the most reliable guys that are out there. You know, if you're going out there and dropping the ball and, and somebody else behind you is in the right spot all the time and catching the ball, that guy's gonna play. Now, you heard the clip. I'm I me personally, I have nothing wrong with what Aaron Rodgers said. He's holding his receivers accountable. He wasn't specific about which receivers he was holding accountable. He was making a broad statement stating that, hey, if you're not going to catch the ball, there's going to be the next, it's going to be the next guy up. That's that's just what it is. We have we have championship standards here in Green Bay. We've had great receivers in Green Bay, from Donald Driver to Greg Jennings to jo- to Jordy Nelson to Devontae Adams to Randall Cobb. We had Antonio Freeman, Antonio Freeman, Sterling Shepard. If we want to go back to the to the to the nineties, yeah, just saying. Okay, I'm just saying. There's a standard. There's a standard. Clearly, that Aaron Rodgers wants his receivers to be on, and that's how and that's how the greats be great because they try to make their play the players around them better. Nobody said any. Nobody said anything about. Michael Jordan trying to make his teammates better by trash talking them and hazing them. Your turn, Banks. Are you really done? I don't interrupt you. No, I'm I'm done. I'm done because I, I I'm I, that's I wanna, all you got. I want to I want to touch on the Green Bay Packers after you say what you your rebuttal. Excuse me, your rebuttal. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, once again, another situation that you're wrong about. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna tell you this. You're I'm gonna tell you what you're right at first, right? You're right. Everyone is right about where if you if you feel Aaron Rodgers was right about what he said, you're right. You're right about what he said was right. What he said was correct. He's not wrong for what he said. What he's being crushed for in the media right now is that you said this in front of the cameras to the media and it's 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 not appropriate. It's not it's not what people expect from their a leader from the quarterback position. I don't think what he said was the wrong the wrong thing. He, he said he, what he said was correct. Just don't say it in front of the camera. Just don't do that. Don't don't put your guys down who are already probably nervous as hell. These guys we're in the middle of the preseason right now, man. Like this is the time you're supposed to make mistakes. You're supposed to drop passes in preseason. Well, not, let me not say suppose. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, he ain't supposed to be dropping no passes. You got to catch well, 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 you know what I'm trying to say. You, what I'm trying to say is you want to you, you want to 
if you know you're going to be on the team, right? You don't make a, a, a shitload of mistakes where you don't you put yourself behind an eight ball. You're not going to make the team. But at the same time, this preseason and practice and training camp is where you get better because they don't have a lot of time of practice during the regular season. They don't they don't practice hardly at any in a, in a regular season. That's not full contact, any pads or anything. The, the rules have changed. If everybody remembers this, they're not the it's not the league is not the same as it was ten years ago. It's different now. They're not out there in pads during the regular season. They're in shorts and 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 helmet, pretty much half speed throughout the entire day practicing. They're not going full speed in practice and during the regular season because rules have changed. Player safety and all this stuff has changed. So I expected Aaron Rodgers, like I said, what I expected him to say was this. Listen, it's very evident we have an issue right now with our quarter receiver position. Everybody knows this. I get it. They have some drops in practice that I'm not too happy about, but you know what? I have the utmost... Okay. But you know what? I have the utmost faith in these guys that they're going to do everything they need to do to turn it around. They're going to come in every single day. They're going to stay out the practice. They're going to work hard. They're going to come out. They're going to, I'll stay with them. I'll stay with them. Work with these guys at the practice. Throw some passes at them. Tell them what they need to cut, what they don't need to cut. Be here looking for the ball. That's the type of stuff that you're supposed to do. Those are the things that you're supposed to say in front of the camera. And then, whether he meant it or not, just say it. Give them something to see it. They see it. You know how those people would have felt if they would have got on Instagram or Twitter or whatever the case may be and heard their their, their quarterback see that when they're looking at their phone and looking like, damn man, Aaron Rodgers really that's, that's what's up, man. That's that's crazy. He, he he's he's leaning on me, man. He really wants me to step my game up, man. That's crazy. Versus these guys need to learn how to catch. They're not going to be on the team. Come on, bro. Like what the hell? I would have unfollowed. But then here's how it works. If Aaron Rodgers goes out there and throws interceptions like crazy, does that give the receivers the right to call him out on it? Because in my opinion, if, if Aaron Rodgers calls somebody out, you, your ass better be able to take it too. Because if I'm going to see right there, you're not throwing the ball the right way, getting led to interceptions, I'm going to call your ass out. What's up, Aaron? When everybody called him out in the, in the playoffs this past year, Mr. I can't throw a touchdown pass to, to get my team to victory. Oh, that's not saying nothing then. Uh, so, I don't know, man. I know everybody's a little bit sensitive by Aaron Rodgers, man. They, they get rid of, but then that test guy gets killed. I'm just saying. Um, I'm just saying. Dak Prescott ain't saying none of that. When Dak Prescott gets out the first round of the playoffs, then we can sit there. I don't want to hear that. Dak <laughs> Prescott is loved by his, his receivers, his coaches, the fans, the organization. They love him. Dak ain't continue, saying none of that. And he could continue to be a loser. That's you know, you know what Dak out there doing? You know what Dak? Dak out there doing this. You know what I'm saying? He got the whole world doing it. <laughs> continue to be a loser. That's fine with me. That's, that's fine with me. I, I'm going over there with the winners. That's what I do. I go with winners. But yeah, I, I just wanted to read the receivers to you uh, for the Green Bay Packers. Alan Lazard, who's there's the veteran there for Green Bay. Randall Cobb, who they bought back in a trade. That's Aaron Rodgers' guy. They bought in Sammy Watkins from free agency. And they got the two rookies in Christian Watson, who's just been who just got taken off the physically unable to perform list. And they have Romeo Dobbs, who they're extremely high on, who end up having three catches for 45 yards and a touchdown in the preseason game versus San Francisco 49ers. So, so it's pretty know, decent. You got you got you got two veterans on the squad that have have some type of chemistry with Aaron Rodgers, and then you got the other three where they're still trying to find their way within the offense. Personally, again, it comes down to the Green Bay Packers organization as a whole because it's another year where they go into an NFL draft and they don't provide Aaron Rodgers with any help at the receiver. Excuse me, I'm not gonna say the receiver position, but provide him with stuff that he actually needs for him to be successful for the Green Bay Packers. But when they did, they did, they did give it to him. He still didn't do nothing with it. And what was that? In the regular season, he did. Oh my God, Aaron Rodgers, you won MVP. Now we're going to Super Bowl. Okay, he can win Super Bowl MVP. But at the end of the day, like he did that despite of the fact of what the Green Bay Packers have provided him year in year out. This is his. This is his record in the NFC Championship games. One and five. <laughs> One. And five. 
but he's been to the AFC championship. I mean, the NFC championship. That's you, husband. But then, see, now you sound like a LeBron James fan. I don't. Say you know like what? He's fan. four and six. He's four and six, but he went to ten and zero. <laughs> Come on, bro. Like, well, no. you know, here's the thing. Come on, man. Thing. When it comes down to comparing LeBron James and 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 Michael Jordan, obviously six and zero in the finals. That's 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 untouched. When it comes down to Aaron right. Rodgers and Tom Brady, look, I'm gonna go ahead and let you have the argument. Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback. Yeah, no, not let me have. I've let, dominated I'm, this I'm, argument I'm, since I'm, I've known I'm, you, bro. I'm, I'm gonna let you have that. But with that, being, <laughs> that's that's statistically. Now, we saw it's about talent. I'm taking Aaron Rodgers all the way. And I've always said that. I've always said Aaron Rodgers is a more talented quarterback. Okay. But what you just said, he ain't winning. He ain't winning. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, he he gets to the top, but he just doesn't, you know, plant the flag on top of the mountain. That's just what it is. And a bunch of second place ribbons around here, as I can see. Second and third place ribbons. I, I, I know, I know. Water up. I know. I, hey, but he consistently gets his team to the playoffs. You can't sit there and argue about that. That's facts. That's that's a hundred percent facts. You're hundred percent right about that. I need you to finish the job, and that's all I'm saying. Finish the job. Finish the job. That's it. I hear you. Okay, so before we end up closing this out, because we just approached the fifty-minute mark, um, surprisingly, right? I didn't think we were going to be last this morning. That's crazy. Yes. So currently, the Chicago Bears and Seattle Seahawks game is playing on ESPN right now. Uh, takeaways from the starters tonight. What you, what, what you want right now? On both. On which side? Both sides. Or? I'm just I'm all around, all around takeaway. Because I know you saw my boy make two catches tonight. Uh, your boy being who? Cole Komet. Cole Komet. Oh, Cole, I'm, I'm, I'm a Cole Komet fan. Listen, uh, see, do you remember me talking about the, the Bears the season before last year? I kind of put the Bears on the radar. I'm, I'm, I remember you saying that the Detroit Lions were going to have a better record than them. That was this year. This year, yes, they're going to have a better record. Based on what I saw today, yeah, they're going to have a better record. <laughs> the, the, the Bears, and especially with, uh, with the uh, – What's the guy, the running back that just walked off the field? He was kind of limping, limping off the field. He's, he's supposed to be a bit part. I can't think of his name right now. Khalil Hurts. Uh, uh, Tristan Ebner, Ebner uh, from Baylor. Um, Ebner is a pretty decent running back. Um, and he was limping off the field, which is very concerning because they were going to use Ebner um, in their offense. He, he, the, what I like about Chicago is every, every one of their running backs can, is very versatile. David Montgomery can come out of the backfield and catch and run the ball. They have what's the kid name that ended up Tariq Cohen. Now Tristan Ebner, like they have really good running backs. Um, but I don't think the Bears are going. They're going to compete and play good defense. But <sighs> it's the Seahawks, man. The Seahawks is so bad right now, bro. Like the Seahawks got Geno out there. This it's, it's I don't know how Geno is still even competing for a job at this point in his career. But hats off to him. But I, I, I if I'm Seattle, I want to take my chance with Drew Locke, who. A lot of people are, are kind of still high on. He has some potential to, to still be, you know, a good quarterback in the league. The Geno experiment is done with. I don't know why we still keep revisiting that. Like, that, we need to just kill that. It, it, he, it, it's just not working for him, bro. Like, it doesn't worry. The guy tripped over his own player's feet earlier. Like, <laughs> and, and they were driving down the field, and Geno, being Geno, trips over his running back's foot and falls down, knocks him out of field goal. <laughs> I mean, this Gino. I don't have no faith with the team like with Gino, Gino, Gino Smith as your quarterback. Just it ain't happening. Well, I will. I will say this about the Bears. I am. I am seriously concerned about their offensive line. Like they're having some difficulties protecting Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the running back position, you you got a lot of depth. Like you was talking about Ebner. And then you have Khalil Herbert, and then you have David Montgomery. I feel like they should be good. The air in that category, receive like as far mm-hmm. as the playmakers at the receiving position. Um, since you lost Nikhil Harry for a couple of weeks, like Cole Komet is looking like he's going to be vital to the vital to this offense. And they got the kid from Tennessee, the uh, return specialist from Tennessee. Uh, guys, uh, Wills Jones Jr. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he Wills is really. Yeah, he was a really good player at the University of Tennessee. He was he was racking them up out there, man. So they're gonna try to get him involved too in space as well. But uh, mm-hmm. again, it all comes back down to the offensive line. Like you gotta protect 
got to protect Justin uh, Justin Fields. But uh, as as far as the Seahawks are concerned, look, I I don't have a problem with Geno. <laughs> you I being mean, nice? I I don't have a problem with Geno. I I definitely do want to see some more Drew Locke in this in the final mm-hmm. preseason game, but also it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> what's crazy is you were just talking about both of these teams being your manager teams too. You always root for the underdog, man. I noticed that about you, man. You root for the underdog a lot. It's hard. I'm, but uh, um, <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like the Seahawks are a little bit more closer to actually being a successful team than the Chicago Bears, though. There's the Seahawks have no shot in the NFC West. They have not, no I, shot. Oh, oh, I ain't saying that. They have no shot. I, they have no shot. Is that what you mean when you say successful? Are you saying about division, competing in a division I, and maybe winning? About, I'm talking about on paper. I, what I'm looking at from the Seattle perspective right now, I think that Seattle's mm-hmm. the more talented team. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so yeah, clarify that for me. I'm like, well, I know you're not going to disrespect my Rams like this. Like, you're not. Okay. You've been very disrespectful in the past, but like, you're not going to just blatantly that. disrespect me. Like, like, of course, they both have their offensive line issues. Their uh, the, uh-huh. quarterback, the quarterback position for the Seahawks is in, in question, but the receiving core is pretty good. You got um, DK Metcalf, and right. you ha- and you have Tyler Lockett, uh, Tyler Lockett, and you have Noah Fant that they got in the trade. Noah Fant from mm-hmm. uh, from the for the Denver Broncos and defense. Don't they still have Gerald Everett too? No, Gerald Everett went to the Chargers. But uh oh, really? oh that's right, he did. Yeah, 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 yeah. He went to the Chargers, and like defensively, like you forget, like you still got Jamal Jamal Adams sitting there, Quandre Diggs. They got a couple of nice corners in there with Sidney Jones and and, mm-hmm. and Justin Coleman, and my one of my personal uh favorite defensive linemen, Uche Uwosu, on the roster too. Yeah, you. Yeah, I don't know how you can. <laughs> you might be from the same tribe. That's why you're able to pull it off. Wakanda. they definitely got some they definitely got some pieces um in seattle Mm -hmm. i'll give go ahead and give him uh the lead on chicago as far as them being in the stone age (laughs) i don't know man i don't know but all i know is detroit versus everybody you you good luck with that but detroit uh, you see you see that hard knock episode baby we had a chance to win, and that goddamn quarterback fumbled the snap. True, you did. We should have won that game. It's, it's preseason. I'm not. I don't. I don't read too much of the preseason when they win. Yeah, everybody's still figuring it out right now. But still, I, I love what I'm seeing out of Detroit, baby. Especially if Aaron Rodgers continues to go out there and blame his receivers by jumping the ball. Then he's going to demor- Remember, I told you that they were playing Madden, and I was like, the morale, the morale, morale, the morale goes down. Detroit morale goes up. We in there, baby. Aaron Rodgers owns Detroit too, so <laughs> that is true. Yeah, he's definitely been kicking ass since he's been in the league. So yeah, that's true. That's true. I love Aaron Rodgers, man. This man is the ultimate savage, yo. Oh, my oh he is. He's a he's a good guy. He's a good good quarterback, good player. Hey, I gonna say he, I'm not gonna say a good guy. You can't be a good guy. All time great. Hey, I'm all time cool. great. Hey, I'm cool. Just with finish, it, dude, finish the job. I need to get a t-shirt made. Finish the job, Rodgers. Hashtag finish the job, Rodgers. I felt the same way about Peyton Manning for years. Finish the job, Peyton. I feel the same way about Aaron Rodgers. Finish the job. Just finish the job. I hear you. All right. Final thoughts before we close this thing out, man. Nothing, man. Just want to give a special shout-out to our sponsors, uh, as always. Big shout-out to Anchor FM. Big shout-out to uh, Bet Now. Uh, Sportsbook, big shout out to Bet Us Sportsbook as well. Um, also, we're still looking for more sponsors too. So if you guys happen to come across this pod, like what you hear some from some of these clips, you want to do some work with us, don't hesitate. Just email us at notforDebatePodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's notforDebatePodcast at gmail.com. Either myself or DeVore will respond to you. If you guys got some, uh, some feedback or some suggestions on how we can grow the pod, please feel free to leave in a comment or just email us as well. And uh, looking forward to the season, man. Good, good. I will say this: credit to the NFL. I have really enjoyed 
preseason week one was fantastic. All the games were very competitive. They were fun to watch. There's a lot of preseason games I watched from start to finish. And I'm not, I didn't just watch it because I was bored. I actually watched it. Like, Damn, these are some really good games. So I'm loving the preseason right now. I think the, the takeaway of the extra game actually makes it more competitive because it's less time now. So guys are out there fighting and, and the game plans are different. Now you don't have just an extra week to kind of just throw it out there. People are, coaches are coaching like they would in actual games because they need to see what talent they need to keep. So, and evaluate. So, I, I like what I'm seeing out of the preseason right now. Even tonight's game, it was, it was more of a snooze fest, but it was still competitive. So, a couple more weeks, man, we in, we in the it, season. It, it was a snooze fest after, like, the first two series for me. Well, the first series for the yes. Chicago. I, I really just wanted to see Justin Fields throw the ball. That's really what I wanted to see. I ain't really care about mm-hmm. the rest because they already said that Drew but he looks better throwing the ball, though. He does look better. He seems to be a lot more confident in his throwing ability. He's a lot more confident. And at the same time, running for his life. True. Yeah, he's getting, <laughs> yeah, he's getting killed. Protect <laughs> my guy. I, I couldn't say it any better as far as our sponsorships and uh, feedback, most definitely. Uh, we should be back next week for another pod. Uh, this is Banks and DeVore. This is the Dr. Debate Podcast. We are gone, man.